As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi besties, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. I hope that you are all having an amazing week so far. I am feeling very refreshed and recharged. I took a few days off of work last week to really honor my winter season, aka being on my period, and this might be a little TMI, but it is what it is. This was my first cycle since being off my birth control, and let me just tell you, This cycle took me out, okay? I was tired, I was fatigued, I was cramping, I was bloating. I hadn't experienced these symptoms since I got on my birth control, so all of this was very new to me, and so I just needed to really take time to take care of myself, and I'm so glad that I did because now I am feeling so inspired and excited and motivated to get back on track, get back into the swing of things, create amazing content for you guys and now we are here. So before we get into today's episode though, I have some exciting news that I've been wanting to share with you guys but I just felt like it wasn't the right time to share it but I feel like now is the right time to share it and I just want to say that I'm very proud of myself for this accomplishment and I'm also grateful for each and every one of you that helped me to manifest this opportunity because without you guys, this opportunity wouldn't have manifested. And I'm still in disbelief over it. I can't believe that we've come this far and that this is happening and this is my life and I get to call this my career and do what I love. And it's just insane to me. I started my podcast as a simple therapeutic outlet to document really for myself, if anything, my healing journey, my lessons, my experiences. I never thought that it would blow up or become what it is today. So, My podcast, the Just Go With It podcast, this podcast that you are listening to right now, has officially been signed to a major platform. So we are officially official. We are the real deal. We're doing the damn thing. And I'm just like, what? I know that I deserve this because I've worked for this, but at the same time, it's just very surprising and shocking that something that I started as a hobby, as a therapeutic outlet, is now something as big as this. Basically, just to kind of break it down for you guys, it means that I can continue to create these episodes that you guys love, and it also means that I get to share amazing brands and companies with you guys that I personally love and give you guys amazing deals and access to them 
by being a listener of this podcast. And I just want you guys to know that anything that I share on the podcast, anything that I talk about or recommend to you guys is always 100% authentic and because I personally love what I'm talking about or love what I'm sharing. I pride myself on having high integrity and being a very honest person and I never just want to promote or share something that I don't 100% believe in or can back up. So that's pretty much what that means as far as changes around here and the fact that I can continue showing up and creating these amazing episodes for you guys. If you would have told me back in 2018 when I first started this podcast that this all would have happened, I wouldn't have believed you. And here we are, which leads me to the topic for this week's episode, which is all about cultivating a positive mindset. So this topic is very fitting to this news because as I said, if you would have told me back in 2018, I would have been like, yeah, right. Because my mindset back then looked nowhere near like it does today. I'm really excited to share with you guys the things that I've been doing and working on to really cultivate a healthy, positive mindset. So if you are interested in learning how to have an even more healthier or positive mindset or you want new habits that you can add into your routine stick around take your journal out take some notes because i have some really great tools that i think will be helpful for a lot of you so without further ado let's just go ahead and get into this episode okay so if you watched my latest youtube video which was on my summer healing diaries which if you're unsubscribed to my YouTube channel, go subscribe because I have a ton of great content on there. But if you watched that video, then you saw I shared how I am refocusing on my mindset. Mindset work is so important to me. I feel like it's the foundation to my happiness, success, my life. And by working on my mindset, that's how I was able to transform and manifest the life of my dreams and all of these opportunities and growth and things that I've experienced over the years. And my take on mindset work is that it's a lot like working on your physical body. So in order to maintain a healthy body, you can't just stop working out or eating right once you reach your desired results. You ha- you still have to maintain it, right? So same goes for our mindsets. And if I'm honest, for a while, I reached a plateau in my personal growth journey and I stopped putting in as much effort on my mindset work. And as a result, I began slipping back into old ways of thinking, which were, let's just say, very negative and low vibrational. But luckily, I was able to recognize that I was slipping back into old ways of thinking and old patterns and behaviors and I decided okay no more messing around it's time to get back on track when it comes to working on my mindset and let me just say it's been very refreshing to dive back into old habits that I used to do at the beginning of my personal growth journey when I was first working on cultivating a more positive mindset and I really wanted to share with you guys the tools and exercises that I've been implementing to get my mindset back on track healthy positive and where it needs to be in order for me to continue elevating in my life, feeling grateful, being on the right track towards my goals and all of that. So before I get into the six, so before I get into the six daily habits and tools that I've been implementing into my life, I just want to say that it's totally normal to have an ebb and flow in our personal growth and healing journey. It's not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to be positive and happy 100% of the way through. 
sometimes you'll hit a plateau, sometimes you'll have ups and downs, and that's totally okay. The goal is not to be perfect and happy and positive all the time. That's just not realistic. It's all about being able to, one, give yourself permission and grace when you are having a tougher time and also being able to catch yourself and keep it pushing in an aligned way of course not in a hustle toxic way personally I refuse to let myself or any of you go back to a mindset a place or a situation that does not serve you so with all that being said here are the six tools and exercises that I've been doing to cultivate a healthy and positive mindset once again Habit number one is setting intentions for how I want to feel and think throughout the day. So the other day I was reading an article, it's called The Power of Intention Settings, and I will leave it linked in the show notes if you are interested in reading it more thoroughly, but in the article it says, when setting an intention, it is like laying the foundation for what you would like to have, feel, and experience versus just being a passive participant going through the motions. Intentions provide you with the opportunity to actively participate in your life the way you want to live it. I wholeheartedly agree with the statement. Intention setting was one of the first things that I stopped doing when I began slacking off and hitting a plateau and it felt like I was just mindlessly and unintentionally going throughout my day. Yes, I was still being productive. I was still getting things done, but internally and mentally, I was kind of all over the place. I wasn't clear on my thoughts and what I wanted to think and feel and as a result I by default chose the negative route which of course affects how I feel and my actions and then the things that I manifest and so setting intentions for me was the very first step that I knew I needed to do to kind of get back on track and since doing so it's really given me a clear sense of purpose and direction and it's given me something to focus on throughout the day and I like to set my intentions in the morning when I'm doing my morning routine so I'll do like my gratitude um, what I would like my day to look like set affirmations and then set my intentions for how I want to feel how I want to think and so on and so forth so there is so much power in setting intentions and again if you want to read the article more in depth I will link it in the show notes habit number two is having daily check-ins with myself I really believe that checking in with ourselves is essential for our well-being. We all have crazy schedules and never-ending to-do lists, responsibilities, and it's very easy to let our mental or emotional well-being be put last on the to-do list. But I really feel like it should always be in the forefront. Our mindset is our core foundation. And if our foundation isn't healthy or stable or strong, we will inevitably fall apart. We really need to have a solid, strong foundation. And so sometimes I check in with myself right when I wake up in the morning or right before bed. There really is no wrong or right time to do it or way to do it. But some questions that I like to ask myself when I want to check in with myself are, very simple. One, how am I feeling right now? Sometimes we don't take the time to really acknowledge how we're feeling or we push our feelings to the side because we're so focused on, again, our responsibilities and taking care of our family and getting work done and things like that that we don't 
even know how we're feeling until we have a moment of silence and peace. So I like to ask myself, how am I feeling right now? Is there anything on my mind that's bothering me? Again, because sometimes we might not even realize something is bothering me until we take that time to ask. Another question I like to ask is, what is the root to how I am feeling? So if I ask myself, how am I feeling? And I say, I'm feeling annoyed, irritated, frustrated. I then like to go deeper into why I am feeling that way. And sometimes that takes asking yourself a few times to really get to the root. So for example, I may ask myself this. I I may ask myself, what is the root to how I'm feeling once? And the answer could be like, because my boyfriend didn't clean the dishes when it was his turn. Okay, what is the root to me feeling irritated about that? And that could be because it makes me feel like he doesn't care or something like that. So I really like to get to the core root pro- root of the problem so that I can, one, acknowledge it, and then two, do whatever I need to do to fix that, whether it's like internal healing that I need to do, a limiting belief that I need to flip, a conversation that I need to have with my partner. It really just helps me to resolve how it is that I'm feeling or what it is that I'm thinking. And then the last question, which I pretty much already shared, but it's, is there anything I can do to help this feeling or thought? So as I was just saying, once I get to the root of how I'm feeling, then I can ask myself, okay, what can I do about this problem? Those are some of the questions that I like to ask myself when I want to check in with myself. And I really like to check in with myself on a daily basis. For you, it might be weekly or monthly, whatever works for you, do that. But checking in with yourself is very essential to your well-being. So habit number three is in the same realm of checking in with yourself, but it is to challenge my negative self-talk Aside from checking in with myself, I also found that it was important to call myself out when I was having negative thinking or negative self-talk or complaining about irrelevant things or choosing to focus on the bad versus appreciating the good. Some of our feelings and issues are 100% valid and you are allowed to feel how you feel, be upset, be hurt, frustrated, whatever. So for example, let's say you have a loved one who gets diagnosed with cancer. That is a valid issue to be upset about. Or let's say losing your job, totally understandable. I would be upset too, even though deep down I would know that there's something even better out there for me and that the universe has my back, but I digress. Totally understandable to be upset about that. But honey, your barista accidentally making your coffee wrong and letting it ruin your entire day. Bestie, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Is it really that serious to be upset about your entire day? And as I'm talking to you, I'm also talking to myself because I've definitely been this person. I feel like if we're going to overcome negative thinking, we really need to discern between what is a real valid issue and what you're making into an issue. And let me just say, it's totally okay to be annoyed because your coffee order was wrong. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to be annoyed or upset or or frustrated over little things. You are absolutely valid in feeling how you feel, but to be annoyed to the point where it ruins your entire day that is where we need to draw that line between 
is this in a real issue or am I making this a bigger issue than it is? And then giving yourself permission to feel how you feel if it's not that big of an issue and then moving on from it because something that I experienced when I was very much in my victim mentality and my negative ways of thinking was that I let the littlest, dumbest, irrelevant things ruin my entire day, such as let's say a barista getting my coffee order wrong or someone cutting me off on the freeway or I don't know, literally the dumbest things. I would let it ruin my entire day. I would be in a negative mood. I mood. I would think the most negative thoughts and as a result, I just attracted more of more things in my life to be upset over. Please know that as I am saying this, I'm also talking to my old self. Recently, I found myself kind of slipping back into this old habit of letting dumb, irrelevant things be a bigger issue than it really is. And I really had to check myself and be like, bestie, what are you doing? Like, why are we doing this? Why are we focusing on something so irrelevant when you have so many beautiful things to be grateful for? Be grateful for your health. Be grateful that you have a roof over your head. Be grateful for your family, that you have food in the fridge, you have clean water, you have access to AC right now because it's really freaking hot in the desert. And there are people who don't have that. And I really had to just like I said, check myself. And I think sometimes from time to time, we need to do that because it's so easy, especially in the world that we live in. It's very easy to just forget about all the beautiful blessings that are going on in your life, even if your life isn't perfect, and just focus on the issues that might be going on in your life. So really, habit number three is all about regaining your perspective after an inconvenience or a moment of feeling annoyed or negative it's okay to feel those things we are human we need to feel anger to appreciate or understand what feeling happy is like one of the mistakes I made when I first began my personal growth journey was thinking I have to feel and be positive all of the time 100% of the time I can never be upset I can never be ungrateful I can never complain because that isn't being positive and I learned over time that that is just not sustainable to think or feel that way and I'm human you're human we are going to experience feelings of anger frustration sadness irritation like that is absolutely natural it's just about regaining your perspective once you allow yourself to feel those things go through the motions whatever it is that you need to do Habit number five, which I've been very back on like I used to be back in the day, and that is to consciously consume. Consciously consume. So when I first began my personal growth journey and I wanted to work on my my mindset, I created this like energetic bubble around myself and everything that I was consuming and allowing into my world. So from the TV shows that I watch, the music that I listen to, the conversations that I had with friends, the things that I read online, books I read, I became very, very strict with the things I allowed myself to consume because I had a very unhealthy mindset at the time. And I just felt like, at the time, it was very important for me to eliminate all distractions, basically, or eliminate all negativity from my life because I was already at a very low point. But over time, I got kind of lenient with the 
my energetic bubble, you can say, and I started letting certain things in again, watching certain TV shows, listening to certain music, things like that. And one thing that I want to make very, very clear is that you don't always have to consume positive and uplifting things in order to have a positive mindset. So basically the same thing that I was saying with always feeling or feeling like you always have to feel positive all of the time. It's not possible. The same way with only consuming uplifting, positive, self-help related things, I made that mistake as well thinking that that was the only thing I could let in my bubble at the time. And I do believe at that time that thought process did serve me because like I said my mindset was very negative and so I needed to be protective over my energy, my mindset, my thoughts, my feelings as much as possible to get to a healthy place. But what I've come to experience is that too much of anything is never a good thing. Kind of had to reel it in a bit and find that balance between my positive uplifting thoughts and contents and feelings and also allowing myself to enjoy reality shows and things like that that I enjoy from time to time. So really the key here is moderation and being conscious of what you are consuming and how much you're consuming of it and when you're consuming it and how it's affecting you and things like that. A perfect example of what I mean is I used to binge watch a lot of true crime podcasts and videos to the point where it made me a very anxious person and I couldn't go to the grocery store without being very fearful. I couldn't walk to my car without thinking someone was going to kidnap me and that's when I knew that I had been consuming too much of it and I completely stopped watching it for a very long time and so I realized that I need to be mindful of how much I'm consuming of what and how it's impacting me. And my last habit that I've been implementing which is something that I've talked about all the time and it's honestly not a surprising habit but it is focusing on cultivating feelings of gratitude daily. So there is a quote, I don't know who says it, but it goes, it's impossible to feel upset and grateful at the same time. So what I've been doing is when I find myself stepping back into a negative mentality, a victim mentality, and just complaining and focusing on all that might be going quote-unquote wrong in my life, I like to break out my journal and write a list of all the things that I am truly grateful for and I just go on and on and on and by the end of it, I look at my list and I realize how the things that I've been stressing about and complaining about are so not worth my time and energy and how I actually have so much to be thankful and grateful for and when I look at that list, my perspective, my mindset immediately shifts to a more positive, healthy mindset, the one that's full of gratitude and feeling blessed, which of course, the more that you are grateful for things, the more you will have to be grateful for. And I'm not just talking about material things. I'm talking about family, friends, being grateful for your growth, being grateful for your resilience, being grateful for your talents. Like there is so much that you can be grateful for. And by focusing on those things, 
you will attract more things to be grateful for. And this is what I want to end off this episode with is the power in our mindset and the power our thoughts and our feelings and our vibration holds. If you've been a longtime listener, then you've heard me talk about how changing my internal world, meaning my mindset, my energy, my vibe, my frequency, my thoughts, changing those things is what helped me to change my life. It's the reason why I've been able to manifest my dream career. I have an amazing group of friends. I have a healthy relationship. I have all of these opportunities. I am happy internally. It's the reason that I've been able to manifest and transform my life. It all started with working on my mindset and I remember when I started this journey and I would imagine like what my life would look like, where I would be, who I would be, how I would glow up, level up once I did the internal work and I remember just thinking I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to be that person. I can't wait to have a more positive mindset and let go of these limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behavior and negative self-talk and I can't wait until I am living the life that I want to live and I knew that my mindset had to be the first thing that I worked on. It had to be the very first thing that I transformed because our mindset is the key. It's the secret sauce. It's the foundation. It's the thing that's keeping you between where you are right now and where you want to be. I know you guys, as much as I am, are all about elevating, creating a beautiful life for ourselves, growing, transforming, blooming, flourishing. And so I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can personally thank you for listening. Share this episode with anyone who you think may need to hear some of these tips. And I love you guys so, so much. I am so excited for what the future holds. And as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.